Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's backdoor cover. NFL football. Let's go. What's happening? Man, that beat drop felt good. I'd hire you to DJ my wedding, Micah. This is pretty good stuff here. Well, I am available. And you are getting married, so let's keep that in mind. What's Gucci, fam? You know, everything's pretty good. It's backdoor cover. That's true. It's uh, it's NFL football preview. We're about to get to it. It's pretty exciting. You seem excited. I am excited. I, I am saw Micah. that you uh, mortgaged your entire fantasy se- season uh, earlier this week, so I'm not sure what you're excited about, but I'm, gu- I'm glad for you. Yes, uh, our keeper league that Brad and I have been in for 15 years now because we're old as shit. Since 04. Uh, it's keeper league, and I have officially thrown in the towel and started selling off all my players uh, for draft capital for next season. So uh, fantasy is pretty much dead. The move of a coward. I'm like 2-4 and four in the other league, too. Mm-hmm. Hey, but you know what I'm not a coward about? Tell me. Mind of Mike. No, you're happy to talk about this. Hey, you guys remember Will DeFreeze? You remember Will DeFreeze, Brad? I do. He's the greatest. Yeah, Will DeFreeze, the Sunday Scaries guy, the guy from Wash Media, formerly Touching Base. A really nice guy. Now really circling good back, Will DeFreeze joins me on Mind of Micah this week. You should check it out. He talks about the Sunday Scaries, how it's uh, evolved, what it's like doing a podcast each week. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's a lovely conversation between Will and Will DeFries and I. So check that out. Mind of Micah available wherever podcasts are available. Also available here on this feed coming tomorrow. It's our college football weekend preview. It's going to be lit. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's not a great, lot of great games this week. Where's, but you uh, should still check it out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to get to that. We'll get to, to game day uh, tomorrow. College game day is in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. That was good, my question, yeah. Yeah. But college football coming to this feed friday morning so be ready for that and depending on what happens in the world series we may or may not get a titan high baseball season recap we'll get one at some point although elgars is headed off for his bachelor party this week and brad will be gone uh there it's going to be lit as the kids say i'm going with gars for for yeah. specification purposes oh boy yeah uh we upgraded our seats to uh extra legroom free booze on our, our plane oh flights boy. out tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Coming soon lit. to Mind of Micah. Elgar's bachelor party recap. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> nobody's going to want to talk about that. All right, let's uh, let's get into uh, our pro football notes. One other note of uh, thing of note. Okay. Uh, can't miss Mitch, our handicapper, uh, continues to get you rich. Can't miss Mitch gets you rich every week. He went 10-4 last week. Unfortunately, Mitch is not joining us for the Algorithm Podcast today. Because uh, World Series, bro, that was his response to me. Well, Brad and I are working through baseball to get you the content you need. So uh, let's get let's get into it. Some news and storylines here. Andy Dalton uh, and the Cincinnati Bengals are 0-8. And Andy Dalton is benched. And he also bitched about getting the news and then not getting traded. Hmm. Did you see this story? No. He was mad that he got benched, and they, they didn't announce it until right before the trade deadline, so they didn't have a chance to trade trade him. Hey, Andy Dalton, if you can hear me in Cincinnati, no one is trading for you. You are trash. You're 0-8, and you're washed up. You weren't that good to begin with. Sorry, Andy. Is that your That's your personal opinion, huh? That's my take. That's Andy like- Dalton has no reason to complain about anything. If he's playing for the Bears, they'd be uh, they'd be up. He would not. 
That's not, I mean, no. Yes. Andy Dalton is worse than Eli Manning. Andy Dalton is trash. Well, Eli Manning doesn't play for the Bears either. Well, whatever. He's worse <laughs> than Titty Levin Mitch. Uh, I don't think so. But maybe so. Okay. AJ Green, speaking more, all of our NFL news is courtesy of the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> news Hub. Uh, AJ Green is rattling his saber, as the kids say. No, the kids don't say that, I guess. What does that mean? That's what the old people say. Yeah, maybe. the olds say that. The boomers. The decrepit. AJ, uh, he's he said, don't sign me to a one-year deal. I don't want I don't want that one-year contract. Don't at me with that one year. With the year. Bengals. He apparently is returning to practice uh, today. So I don't know if he's going to play this week or not. He's another player on my fantasy team. By one-year contract, do you mean franchise tag? Yeah, he's, he does not want the franchise Yes, tag. please don't franchise He's like 32, me. though. That makes uh, sense. Let's go through some of the other uh, headlines in the NFL. Adam Thielen returned to practice on a limited basis on Wednesday. Tom Brady was limited with a right shoulder issue on Wednesday. Uh, let's see. Jamal Adams had one of the most insane takes I've ever heard. Do you know who Jamal Adams is? Do you know who he played for, as, as Charles might say? Is he an active NFL player? Yeah, he certainly is. I don't know. Jamal Adams plays uh, for the New York Jets. Okay, and what he play? And he tweeted his, his dis, uh, he's a safety, he okay. tweeted his displeasure that the Jets listened to trade offers for him. Um, the general manager said it was a miscommunication. <laughs> and the, the Jets didn't shop Adams, uh, and he planned to talk to Adams. A day later, Adams isn't ready to talk to Douglas and doubled down on his displeasure with the Jets, even entertaining offers about him. And here we go. In the process, Adams compared himself to the greatest player in NFL history and the two-time reigning defensive player of the year. You ready for this quote, Brad? Okay. I woke up Monday morning, and I kind of found out through a couple of reliable people that I have a lot of trust in that I was being shopped around, he said via video. You know, at the end of the day, I know he has a job to do, and I respect it. I hold myself in high regard. I've done everything they could have asked for since I've been here for three years. You know, I don't take that lightly. I really don't. Okay, that's fine. He continued, when my agent called me and told me what was going on, it definitely hurt me. You know what I mean? I hold myself at a high level. The Rams don't take calls on Aaron Donald. The Mm. Patriots don't take calls on Tom Brady. Mm. You know what I mean? That's where I hold myself in that regard, regardless that I understand you have a job to do, and that's the way I took it. I like the the regardless right after regards. Yeah. The double regard. Former first-round pick uh, who has no MVPs uh, compared himself to two MVPs. What a fool. What was his name again? Jamal Adams. <laughs> okay, good. Because <laughs> I remember Luke Donald. Uh, some, Jamal Adams. Uh, some other news. Uh, Trent Williams with the Redskins, quote, didn't pass his physical. That hairy, weird shit continues there. Baker Mayfield said, if I offend anybody, that's too bad. Baker refused to apologize for anything. He stormed away from the media today after, quote, the dumbest question you could ask. He had a 33-second press conference. Baker, you're trash. What was the dumbest question? I, I don't, Do you even have it? The, the question was like something about, were you disappointed you guys didn't score on that drive or something? I, I don't know. It, it was a stupid question, but Baker uh, called a reporter stupid and then walked away. Baker has no respect for other people. Baker, if he was if he was black, would be laughed out of the league. <laughs> Baker Mayfield is Kind of like I'm laughing you off this podcast. I know his brother listens to our podcast, so I respect it a little bit. All right. I mean, I don't respect. It doesn't make me respect Bake, but I, there's I'm, I'm sort of tempering my words. Baker is, is just trash every week. I knew 
that this team would fall apart. They are two and five, and I love it. I can't wait for the implosion. Freddie Kitchens is going to get fired before the year's over. That's my hottest they take They need of the to week. get rid of him. I think that team, like, immediately U-turns when they get somebody who can call plays, like, I don't not think running so. draws Baker's, on fourth and nine and Baker's shit. a big lemon. Uh, Deshaun Jackson returns to practice this week for the Eagles. Uh, Akib Talib will remain in Los Angeles to rehab. Who cares about that? Didn't he get traded, though? Uh, I think he got shut down. Or he's something. done for whatever reason. Yeah, they shut him down. Pat Mahomes is limited in Wednesday's practice. I don't know if that means he's going to play this week or he not. He should not if he is. It seems like a very quick return. Odell Beckham limited with a groin injury as well. So okay. they're, they're all your headlines. A lot of headlines this week. I like the uh, rapid pace that you fired those bitches Thank off. you. Yeah, we're, uh, we're going to go no deeper than actually just reading the headline from Pro Football. Team. And a couple of, you know, little opinionates. All right. Brad's got the lines here. We'll start with the Let's Thursday night game. Uh, not too bad. The seven and zero Niners go to the three, four and one Cardinals. Uh, this game, of course, in a dome, so weather's not a factor. Mm. The Cardinals, despite not being very good, have been better than many might have expected. I think it's definitely a win for year one for KK. Yeah, KK's off to a pretty good start, and they've been pretty fun to watch. Uh, Kyler Murray is 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 exciting. That offense is does some things. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see this game. The line does not suggest it will be competitive. What is that line? 49ers minus 10. Whoa, on the, the road. Cards. Yeah, wow. at, at uh, Arizona. We should mention last week the Niners rolled on, uh, moved to 7-0, and of course. The Cardinals lost last week to uh, somebody. I'll check that out. Yeah, thank you. Um, 10 seems like a lot on the San road. San Francisco rolled uh, yeah, Carolina. Kick the shit it out was of really a impressive. hot Carolina team. One of, one of the most impressive wins of the, se- uh, the week. And uh, the Saints smoked. Oh up, yeah, uh, Cardinals got smoked yeah. by the Saints, which that's to be expected. Drew Brees is back, and top Cardinals three team in the trouble. league versus one of the well, bottom. Here you go. You got another top three team in the league, uh, at least by record. The the second best Certainly. team in the league. Yeah, go to to Arizona, ten point underdog uh, at home. I I don't know how I feel about this one. Niners coming off a, a quick turnaround. I guess both teams are okay. Ten points just seems like too many. Cardinals have played a lot of close games. I know they got smoked last week, but uh, it seems like too many points to me. If I had to, to lean on this one, I think I'd lean Cardinals. Does this feel kind of like a trap game to you? Yeah, but the Cardinals aren't going to win this game. Niners win this game straight up. I just don't think ten is ten's not feasible. 10 seems yeah. like it's too many. I think this is kind of a trap situation for the Niners. They rolled uh, Carolina. They've had you know that that was like their first real test. They had beaten a couple of not great teams, and they had a bye week. It was so their most impressive performance, I think. It was certainly their most impressive performance. and I, the, I guess they beat the Rams, but they, they rolled over uh, the squad They did squad beat last the Rams, week. didn't they? Yeah, they, they beat the Rams. You're right. But I felt like that was like a real, that was a spot where they kind of made a statement, and now they're in a position where it is kind of a lollipop game. Anyhow, I, I could see yeah, them I could see it, especially it on a Thursday night. That doesn't mean I think they're going to lose. That means I think that they're going to be a little closer than under 10. a touchdown. Yes. Or under 10 at least. Yes. All right, let's move to Sunday. Uh there's only six early games. There's one very early game. We'll get to that in a second. And there's four late games instead of the typical two or three. So, uh the problem is those four late games aren't very good. Uh we'll get to that too. Okay. This really isn't a great slate this week. It's a super good Sunday night game, and it's a decent Monday nighter, especially. Which is different. Uh, yeah, it's better than they have been. It's still not really great unless you're a Cowboys I'm pretty sure we've fan. had zero good Monday night games. So They've been, there's be been nice. some bad ones. All right, let's go uh, the early, early window, I'm going to okay. call it 8.30 Central Time. So here's your 
Fantasy alert, fantasy alert, fantasy alert, fantasy alert, fantasy alert. You're awful. That was terrible. I'm Get your ears. fantasy team set up uh, before Sunday morning if you like to sleep. Uh, the 5-3 and three Houston Texans go to London to play the 4-4 four and four Jacksonville Jaguars. Crikey. Is that what London people say? Sure. <laughs> Last week, the Texans bounced back uh, after their loss to the Colts the week before. They got the W. They lost J.J. Watt for the season. Uh, the Jags are perfectly mediocre, I would say. Indeed. This is essentially a must-win for them, in my opinion, if they want to have a chance in this division. They sit only a game behind Houston. I think they're two games behind Indy, but mm-hmm. they really need this one. If they fall uh, two games behind Houston, three behind Indy, they're going to be in trouble, especially... Um, do you think there will be Gardner Minshew mustaches in the crowd with these these Euro fools? I mean, I, I assume I, I, the Jaguars have been playing over there a lot over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they and they always show up actually. So there may be some some actual Jaguars fans. This is the first time the Texans have ever played in London. Uh, for whatever that's worth, I read an article about the Texans are real excited to take care of their season ticket holders who are going to be over there. Are they going to let JJ Watt hang out in Mizzen and Main shirts in the box? Uh, I doubt JJ is going to make it, but we shall see. Uh, what's the line on this game, Brad? We've got the Jaguars plus two. Hmm, Jags getting two points. They're technically London. the home team. Okay. So, but you can't. You have to imagine the the three point home field advantage is not really factored in here. Yeah, I'm imagining a lot of like kind of like those that funky green and black colored scarfs. Like they look like a bunch of Harry Potter fans out there. Nerds. Uh, Nerd alert. I think that would have been House Slytherin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, uh, uh, is that home field advantage? I think not. Probably not. You you make your own decision if you're going to bet on a uh, on the home favorite there. Uh, the I dog, like the I Texans say. to win this game by more than three points. Do you? Uh, I like the Texans. I think they're going to roll. But then this is classic Texans. They look great one week. They look terrible the next. And the Jags do play well in London. And the Jags keep things close. Uh, but I two points doesn't scare me. If this was three and a half, I'd stay away. But two points, I think Texans win this game by three. Leonard Fournette, not to be uh, confused with Lannard, his brother that plays for LSU. That's right, Leonard Fournette. Uh, he's been rolling lately. He's been getting a lot of touches. He's been playing good. So that's that's nice when you're on the road. You've got kind of a reliable run game. The Texans do not, on the other hand, on the that's side true. of the ball. So there's that to consider. The other thing is the Jaguars have traditionally had good defenses. That's another kind of They also traded factor. away their best defensive player uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, he ball. So we'll see. I like the Texans here. Okay, I like the Jags. Okay, great. Excellent. Let's uh, move on to the noon games. We're I'm, I've decided I made an executive decision. We're just going Central. You're time. the captain. I'm just following you on pro and college football. I'm okay. tired of saying East Coast times, noon Eastern or noon Central. God damn, noon Central. Noon Central. Okay, that's where we are. Games. CT. We're now in the the regular early window. Okay. Uh, the best game is the six and two Minnesota Vikings. Okay. At the five and three Kansas City Chiefs, high of fifty degrees and clear at Arrowhead. By the way, in case you were hoping for some weather, I was. Uh, Minnesota won again last week. What was the weather you said? Fifty degrees and mm-hmm. clear. That seems nice. Maybe a little bit colder around kickoff, but should be pretty shouldn't pleasant. Be a, shouldn't be a factor. Yeah. Uh, KC coming off another loss. Matt Moore uh, against uh, against Minnesota this week. Your Minnesota Vikings. Would they lost to uh, Green Bay last week? Yeah, wasn't it? Yes, Green the Bay, Chiefs Kansas lost City? at home uh, to Green Bay, and I, they are again and the Dragon Slayer at home again this week against Minnesota. Brad, what is the line on this game? 
Vikings minus one. Wow. Two weeks in a row, the Chiefs have been underdogs at home. With Matt Moore at the quarterback. Well, that's true. There, there's that is not the Chiefs. I mean, Mahomes makes the the Chiefs are a six point favorite if Mahomes or at least three probably. I'd say six. I think he I think he moves the line at least three points. Three they normally say you is think the he's maximum like home in field Vegas, advantage? But I think he's closer to four. Uh, and you, you know he might be closer to six. If you're comparing, I think they're a three point favorite in this game if he's playing, and as opposed to being what a two point dog, would you say the line is? They're a one point dog. One point dog, so that's four points. Yeah. I mean, it's it'd be one thing. Maybe if, there are like, six at home if you give them the three. I don't know. Anyway, who cares? It's a one point one one point underdog, so you can get a little bit of value if you take Kansas City to win this game straight up. Brad, do you think Kansas City will win this game straight up? I was impressed with Matt Moore. I thought he played fine versus um, versus Green Bay, and honestly, I think Green Bay is is very very good. I think Minnesota is very very good. Uh, especially with how well they've been playing as of late. They, they struggled to start the season, if you all remember. There was that drama between Thielen and um, that guy who looks like the villain from 300. You okay. like that? I didn't see that movie. I'm not a nerd. What's the guy's name? Uh, nerd? The the quarterback, asshole. <laughs> oh, Kirk Cousins? Kirk. He looks like he... Captain Kirk. He looks like 300? He looks like the Xerxes, the lesbian war god. Okay. Oh, boy. Now I'm in trouble. Anyhow, yeah, it, it, I, long. This is a long-winded <laughs> way of saying. Here, Brad. I think that the Vikings. You take like them. the Vikings? Yeah, I think Xerxes gets them right in the B. I, I'll say what I said last week. The Chiefs are going to have to score thirty points to win. Their defense just stinks. Minnesota's got weapons. We don't know exactly Thielen, uh, Thielen's availability for this game yet. But the Minnesota Vikings still have quite a bit of firepower, including at running back and oh. wide receiver. I mean, yes, it, it Dalvin Cook is a bad dude. And Stefan Diggs is, and I'd Stephon say Diggs he's is better still, than Thielen, really. That's he's, arguable. he's a weapon. Yes. And, uh, I mean, this game is going to be 35 to 30. Do you have the over under here, Brad? That is not. And the question is, here. what team see. gets to 35 is, is where I'm thinking on this game. And I just don't think Matt Moore is fine. He's capable backup. I don't think the Chiefs can get to 30 points with Matt Moore as quarterback. And they're not going to give up less than 30 points. So my deductive reasoning tells me Minnesota wins this game in here. 49. Okay, I'm, I like the over in a big way. You do. I mean, this could be 35-24, and you're still way over on the over. Yeah. Whoa. That big. requires Matt Moore to, to show up again. Matt Moore will score. The Chiefs will score 24 points. You think so? The Chiefs will score somewhere between 24 and 35 points. Okay. If they score 35, okay. they win. If they score less than 30, they lose. I think they score closer to 28, and they lose this game to Minnesota. This handicapper's got them at 23, so you're pretty much right there. And I like the over no matter what. I mean, at worst, I see this being 24 to 30. This guy's got 27-23 uh, Vikings. Who's this guy? This this handicapper guy. He's no can't-miss Mitch. Nah, he's no Algo. All right, let's keep moving then. Indeed. Uh, do, you, do you have a pick on this, by the way? I like the Vikes. Okay. Another early game. Uh, the other one between teams with winning records: the four and three Tennessee Titans at the four and three Carolina Panthers. Two backup quarterbacks playing. This is the least exciting matchup of two uh, teams with winning records. You think so? Yeah. Who gives a shit about Tennessee at Carolina? Uh, two teams that play in with just lousy uniform colors and are trash. 
uh, and tr- no one cares about Ryan Tannehill. Kyle These are two Allen a- and versus Ryan. Allen. Two, <laughs> two Aggies. A&Ms, yeah. Oh my God. Is that the song? You were born to be a yell leader. Yeah. Okay, that's enough. Goodbye to the orange and the white. Hey, why do they say goodbye to Texas A&M Texas University? Aggies. I don't know what they say. What does that even mean? They're fucking weirdos. They're cult members, and I don't support their two quarterbacks going at each other in this game. I hope they both get hurt. Yo, you're scum. Cardinals got st- or not Cardinals uh, got the wrong wrong team in here. <laughs> the Panthers and the Titans are your options. Yeah, uh, Tennessee somehow won last week. Carolina got stomped <laughs> by the Niners last week. I apologize. Uh, the Titans, I think they're two and zero with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback, which is weird. You'd be right, and, and they're much better. Uh, it's really strange uh, moving forward. Ryan Tannehill, as we mentioned earlier, he's the opposite of Allen Iverson. He is not the answer. Uh, not we. That was a you proclamation. That's but right. That's true. He is not the answer long term for them. This is a team that's going to look for a new quarterback next year. Carolina may have one in Kyle Allen fighting Texas Aggie. I don't believe in either of these teams. Okay. So I don't know who to bet with, and I don't know what the line is, Brad. Where is Let me help you this out. game? Is at Carolina? What at is the number? Panthers. The Panthers are minus three and a half. So Vegas doesn't know either. They essentially think these teams are even. They're giving a half point to the Pants. Pretty close. Uh, I like the half point. Mm. So I, I think I like Tennessee to cover this game. Yeah, I like Kyle Allen over Ryan Tannehill. Wait, so you like, oh, day. you do? Yeah, I like Panthers here. Okay. I don't really care about this game. I mean, I don't care about it, but I, if I was to be a betting man, which I happen to be, I'm going to take the Panthers. Okay. The afternoon games stink. Okay. There's four of them, them, but the best one... Okay, and I'm not joking here. Mm-hmm. Is the seven and one Green Bay Packers at the three and five Los Angeles Chargers in front of a crowd full of ninety five percent Packers fans in L A. Mm. I mean this this crowd will be one. This is one hundred percent a Green Bay home game, even though it's in a soccer stadium in Los Angeles. It's a tasty line on this one. Green Bay keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. The Chargers just fucking suck. They're trash. They did win last week. They did win, but they're still garbage. <laughs> they're well, beat to hell. They we stink. covered this. Yeah, we, they should not have won the game. No, uh, we've got the Packers minus three at the Chargers. This this line's too low. I agree. It's Green Bay's going to win day. this game by a touchdown and maybe more. I see. Now I'm scared. This is the green light special. Like, this is who's saying not that, betting on the Packers. This is a home game for Green Bay. Don't you dare tell me it isn't. This crowd will be. There will be more Green Bay fans there than there were Pittsburgh when Pittsburgh went there. The the Steelers may have a larger fan base, but the Steelers went in there zero and four or something. This Green Bay team is a contender. They are going to be, there's going to be nothing but green and gold at this game. And I'm, I am offended by this line. I, that's my concern. I'd say Green Bay is, is Vegas knows something we don't is what I'm saying. Green Bay should be six points better than the Chargers on a neutral field. And this is not a neutral field. Yes. I I mean, the Packers win this game by a touchdown. I'm saying it right now. That's Micah's lock of the week. I'm saying they're 10 point favorites on a neutral field. Like they are far, far superior to the to the Chargers. We certainly think so. Everything that we've seen. So you're big on the Packers here too. Yeah, which makes me believe something's wrong. Something ain't right. That's a good point. You uh, should be skeptical of Brad. You could fade Brad and I. We agree on this one. There's no free money in this life, and that appears to be that free. It seems money. like free money. Uh, should I go over the other afternoon games? Yes. The two and five 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to the Ooh. six and two Seattle uh, Seahawks. Have they fired um, the crab stealer yet? Nope. He's still in. The three, three, and one Detroit Lions go to the three and four Oakland Raiders. That's one of the better games. We mentioned Green Bay at LA Chargers and then Cleveland at Denver, two and five at two and six. Who gives a shit? Okay. I, I, I have a few of those games that I would like to see, but okay. If you're, if you want to keep on passing, I mean, I just wish these games were better. All right. Let's move to the the Sunday nighter. The, uh, which is good. This is, what about the Bears Eagles? That's, that game stinks. You think so? Okay. Yeah, that's in the early window. That not the that's late. That's what game. I was wondering. You yeah, just totally skipped that one. Okay. I think that the other early games we talked about were better. Okay. Uh, more consequential as well. Okay. All right, let's go to the evening game. A great Sunday night football. I've been waiting all week for Sunday night. Mm, that's the that eight and, awful. Eight and no pats at five and two Ravens. Jamal and wait, Jamal. There's no my name, Jamal, on the Ravens anymore. There probably is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there probably is. I was thinking Jamal Lewis. That, he hasn't played football in like twelve years. He was tight though. Yeah, he could he could go. Uh, eight no pats at five and two Ravens. The Pats just keep fucking rolling. They stomped out those fucking losers from Cleveland last week. They stomped them out early. Uh, the last three quarters were pretty even there. The Ravens bounced back with a win last week uh, at the Seahawks. At the Seahawks, which is a very impressive win. Five and two. Uh, Ravens with three straight wins, I believe. I think they That's started correct. two and zero. Steelers, two, Bengals, three in a row. Steelers. Or, I'm sorry, Steelers, Bengals, Seahawks. Okay, well, one of those is a convincing win, indeed. Well, the Steelers actually is kind of impressive now that we've seen them a f- more full body of work. But yes, who does I'm Vegas be- like here, Brad? Let me get that page up here. We've got four. So the number one rule of backdoor cover gambling is never bet against Bill Belichick. So this so automatically makes us a stay away. But the Bill Belichick's are minus three and a half. Whoa. That seems like too many. Ravens. I'm just going to say it. You think? I like Baltimore to win this game straight up, by the way. Really? I don't know if I bet it, but I really That's think... That's you're a coward. Well, I... Here's the thing. When you bet against Bill Belichick and you lose, yeah. you fucking hate yourself Isn't for it, weeks. It's like self-loathing to the to the X degree. And and they the Pats have been winning me money recently. But I think the Ravens win this game straight up. And uh, I certainly like to sprinkle the money line, but if they're getting points at home, do you say three and a half? Yeah. I, I'm riding with the Ravens all damn day. They, I mean, they have looked good. I mean, they beat the pants off of the Seahawks. I just, I think the, I think that uh, the Patriots have some holes. Their offense has, has, uh, they're down a bunch of receivers. Okay. They just don't have a lot of weapons right now. The defense looks incredible. Okay. Don't get me wrong. One of the defensive backs likes cocaine. I know that. Well, the Patrick, the Ravens Chung. aren't going to throw the ball past, past him or offer him cocaine. They're just going to run right down his fucking throat. They should offer him just a little dime bag. No, well, they might. Anyhow, whatever it takes to win. I, I like the Ravens here, uh, getting the points and I would, I would sprinkle that money. Yeah. You'd sprinkle it like a bag of cocaine. <laughs> Yes, I would sprinkle it like a bag of cocaine to Patrick Chung. Who do you like here, Brad? I, I like the Pates, man. Them Pats. Them Pates. Uh, I, I think that you'd be a fool to bet against this team. That defense is just too good. They've got the goat running the offense. they got the, the sleeveless dickhead running the, the whole organization. Uh, as long as Tom Brady's involved and that defense that is playing this way. That half point's too much. I think if you're on the Pats, you buy the half point back. Or you buy a full point, make it two and a half. Only if you're soft. Well, all right. I'm taking three and a half. Let's go. 
It's a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see how it plays out. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Monday night, we'll talk about the Monday night, or we're not going to talk about it today. Ooh. Brad and I will try to record at some point. Yeah, so I'm going to be in Miami, and uh, I have an IV appointment in the morning to make myself feel like a human again. You'll be the first person ever to do a podcast with a needle in yeah, your Yeah, that's arm. what I was going to say. You can call me up. I'm going to be having uh, nutrients, not, not heroin, in my IV. It's going to be great. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, call me. We're going to plan on that. Uh, Monday nighter. The four and three Cowboys at the two and six Giants. This game actually stinks on paper. I, I'm mildly excited about it. But I'm quite excited. That's pretty much all I got. Yeah. You want to talk about the hot seat? I'm gonna just gonna give it to Freddie Kitchens week two, two in a row. The things are falling apart. I don't think they're gonna beat Denver. Well, they should beat Denver this week. They have Denver better. with a backup quarterback. Uh, if they lose this game, all hell Who is, is the breaking backup loose. quarterback. Who's it? Boyd is it not Locke. No, he's still on uh, IR, I believe. He's putting on his backpack too hard. Yeah. Wasn't that what his dance was? Yeah, yeah. He secured the bag. That's what it was. That's Securing the say. bag, isn't that mean you're getting paid to play college basketball? Put it, putting your backpack on is something your dad said when he saw that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what does that put on your backpack dance? That's, what is, that's not what he's doing, Barry. What is he's secure, securing the bag. Which means you're getting paid to play college basketball, right? I don't, I don't know what it means. Anyhow, he's securing it. the bag in general. He heard himself securing the bag. If we get some picks from Mitch between now and Sunday, we're going to we share them. them. He on, said he's going to post. Okay, them. good. At yeah. Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram, we will repost all of those. Again, he went t- ten and four last week. Yeah, yeah I think he went. Uh, he was five and he was five hundred the week before that, and the two weeks before that, he was like twelve and two and thirteen and two. He's doing pretty good. Mitch is getting you paid. That's right. So keep an eye out for that. All right. You got anything else, Brian? Nah, man. I'm looking forward to that Cowboys game. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, there should be some good football this weekend. Indeed. Uh, and we will be back with a college football preview uh, tomorrow. So check it out. Hammer it here. Check out mine and Mike. I won't Share say it with it your friends. Yeah, tell a friend. We would appreciate that. Uh, Brad, we'll talk to you soon. That's right. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>